0: Guess who's back? Back again. Fish Bee's back. Tell a friend. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bob's Fishbowl. My name is Bob Van Dyne. Or, as still, even though I'm back in the United States of America, no one in the world calls me, and I can't figure out why Tijuana Bob. I am here over there, the world famous extra dimensional fish bee. Fish bowl, fish bola, fish biscuit, fish kembe matum bowl When we get to the extra-dimensional fish bee this evening. Bernie Sanders Text Return, Mayor Pete, Missing Tijuana, kidnapped in Uganda, Poem Unintentional, Secretary of Homeland Security, Kirsten Nielsen, Alec Baldwin running for president, Anal Play, Halsey, and Taylor Swift. That and so much more when we get to the extra-dimensional fish bee this evening. But first, two stories of utter brilliance, followed by one story of complete and total stupidity. I'm going to give you a hint. One of these stories involves me, and it's not either of the stories, either of the stories involving true brilliance. Let me get to the smartest thing I read today. There is this, there, there's this space plane. They're developing a space plane that'll be able to go from Earth into space and back again and also be able to fly around Earth. It goes pretty fast, 25 times faster than the speed of sound. You could go from London to New York in an hour. That's how fast the space plane goes. But the engineers of the space plane... In order to achieve that speed, in order to hook up this massive jet engine that they have dubbed the Sabre, they had they had an engineering dilemma on their hands. They here here was the conundrum. The air going that fast before it would enter the jet engine would be about a thousand degrees Celsius. So in one twentieth of a second, they need to cool that air from 1,000 degrees Celsius down to room temperature. And they solved that riddle. People are smart. Thousands of tubes, thinner than the human hair, they contain liquid helium, which which wouldn't have been my first guess. But I'm not an expert on the periodic table. So thousands of tubes, thinner than hair, that contain liquid helium... And and it is solved this riddle. They're one step closer to the space plane that goes twenty times fi- twenty-five times faster than the speed of sound and could enter and leave Earth's orbit. It goes so fast. And now they can uh, put on this this crazy jet engine like like liquid oxygen or something it it, it burns something crazy again i'm not an expert on the periodic table i just know the engine of the space plane is called the saber but the fact that they unravelled the mystery of 1000 celsius down to room temperature in 1/120th of a second i mean i'm not sure if that gets a nobel prize or not but it at least gets gets a mention on bob's fishbowl and that that's good for something good thousands of tubes liquid healer. And then, and, and then the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, which is really proving to be the bane of President Trump's existence. Uh, thank God today they ruled that the Trump administration can't make asylum seekers that have come up from Central America they can't wait, make them wait in Mexico, which is an unsafe situation for them. I saw it firsthand in Tijuana. It's an unsafe situation. You cannot force them to wait there. Well, their application is being processed. You have to get to the point where you, you have an application that's being processed, which is a lot harder than, than, than it sounds. They're, they're metering. They're only taking a certain number of people each day. People wait for months and months and months to, get on the, to finally file an application. But once they do, the Trump administration was making them wait in Mexico, which was against every other American policy we had had to this point. But the Ninth Circuit ruled that asylum seekers no longer have to stay in Mexico while their application is being processed—a process which could take months, potentially years. So those are those are two very smart things. You want you want to hear about the dumb thing now that, that involves uh, none other than uh, none other than yours truly. This was, I guess, oh, this was the day I was I was flying home. After I left Mexico, uh, so I, so I'm flying home from, from from San Diego back to Spokangeles, And that night I have like a like a 7:30 flight. So that afternoon, and it was it was a delightful, enchanting afternoon. Good times were had by all, I'm sure. Uh, but myself and uh, and and a nice young lady, we decided to to kill a few hours. By going to this this very nice dive bar, uh, might be oxymoronic, but it's as far as dive bars go. This is San Diego quality dive bar, v- very nice establishment that had that had a very cheap happy hour, and I was getting I was getting very festive as I, I do. I have I, I have I have an iron liver, an iron liver, but I forgot one of my. I was having so much fun. Uh, with the young lady and just uh, uh, getting inebriated that I forgot one of the most important travel rules that I always abide by. and that is you, you, you don't get too tipsy before you fly. I mean you can you can get a little tipsy, but you don't you don't want to be, you know as as the kids used to say, sloshed or something, getting on the plane. It, for me especially, my belly doesn't like it. My body doesn't like flying in general, but my belly really doesn't like that. So we're at the dive bar for a few hours. They have really cheap beer, and they have really cheap shots, and my, oh, my, do I indulge. And then I get to the airport a little early. The airport, as always when I get there early, is a complete and total breeze. You know, I'm TSA pre-check. I'm cool like that. And so I have time to kill. So obviously I go to the bar to kill time. So by the time I get on this plane, I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I definitely overdid it. And I definitely overdid it. So I pull up my, like, I get, like, my seat in, like, the back of the plane where I always get when you buy, like, last minute. When you're flying by yourself, like, the lowest economy, you're in flight, like, in, like 30E. So I'm back there in, in seat 30E. And, uh... Uh, I'm I'm start, and and then and then I take um, I probably should point this out too uh, for the sake of flying and for the sake of my own mental health while I'm flying. It's like a two hour and twenty minute flight, something like that. I take a, uh, I take I take enough Valium or specifically Clonopin uh, uh, to kill a small animal. So 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 I've drank too much and and now I've taken enough Clonopin to kill a small animal and and this plane starts uh, we we start we start to ascend and i'd say by the time we hit about oh 1500 feet I start, I start, I start thinking myself, um, is someone going to need to alert the flight attendant that I'm going to need one of those bags? Cause I'm not feeling well. Do I, do I just start crawling to the restroom now as I can feel like my, not the contents of my stomach. I can feel all my internal organs like rising into my lungs and it's just, it's just whiskey and beer and beer and whiskey. I'm like, Oh, this isn't good. Oh, Oh, this isn't good. And I'm sorry, I'm like, oh no. Oh no. Oh, this isn't this isn't good. I'm feeling sorry for the people next to me here. <laughs> so, I have this long story short, I have this internal conversation in my mind. This goes on for about 5 minutes like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? do, I do? We're still ascending. I can't get out like, what do I do? Like like this is bad. Uh, long story short, I wake up with like 25 minutes left to go in the flight. Somehow I had managed to go, go from that point where I was to totally passed out and wake up just for the last 25 minutes of the flight. And you're and you're thinking, I know, I hear you. I hear you. What's wrong with that, Bob? It sounds to me like you did that flight perfect. You 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 lost the whole the whole the whole flight. Well, well, here's the thing and it it it's a good thing that i was wearing jet black shorts all right jet jet black shorts cuz if i was wearing gray shorts or blue jeans it's sort of more of an issue i had a i had a bottle of water in between my legs and when i woke up uh, the bottle of water lid uh was, was it 100% tight on the bottle of water, no, not even close and and there and there seemed to be there there again, there seemed to be more water missing than 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 what I had consumed during the course of the flight, and no one woke me up during the course of the flight. and so 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 that could be a good thing. But that said, I can't say for sure. I can't. I cannot say for sure that there wasn't that there that there that there wasn't that there wasn't a urine. And I I can't. I know. I know. I know. Like like I think I've learned my lesson now. Like like with, like I'm I'm pretty sure it was water. Like I'm pretty sure. But when you are. When you get yourself to a pre-flight level, this is like Wolf of Wall Street shit. When you get yourself to a pre-flight level between medication and alcohol, that when you wake up, you're not, you're not 100% positive that you didn't whiz yourself. If you're, if you're not 100% sure that you didn't have an accident, as the kids would say, on the plane, I don't, I don't think that's very smart. I don't think that's good flying. I think, yeah, Fishby, that's dumb as shit. That is, uh, that's dumb. I, I got to remember not to do that one if, I haven't done that in like a long ass time. Long, I have nothing against like a, a pre-flight beer or two. When, when I'm on the plane, oh, let's start, let's start drinking heavily. Once one, one, once we're there, but but too wasted beforehand for me, it uh, it doesn't work out. So 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 learn from me. Don't be me. Don't be me, young young children of the corn. Those those who I mentor, uh, be better than me. All right, be better than good old uncle bob question 1 how will you remember secretary of homeland security kirsten nielsen how will i re- yeah Fish B, we heard you we heard you last time how will i re- yeah, she's out of a job in a couple days she she abruptly uh, was forced to resign last night apparently i'll remember her for the missing like she has that mystery j in her name which is which which is which, which is odd I will recall her as a handsome woman, very handsome woman, Kirsten Nielsen. The most of, of of all the shit she pulled off, the most disturbing was when she was testifying before Congress, and she was asked point blank by a congressman, "How many? How many kids have died in Department Department of Homeland Security custody? How many kids have died?" As as we keep them in cages, as we as we detain them, this horrible immigration deterrent policy that the president at Homeland Security had tossed. How many kids had died? The answer was more than three, but she she didn't know. And 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 she she, she just didn't know the answer. And something about that will, will forever be ingrained in my mind and now hopefully it will too, in yours too, that she didn't know how many kids died technically under her custody and legal chain of command at the Department of Homeland Security. Question two, Fishbola. What's wrong with Bernie Sanders' tax return? That is, um... There's something fishy going on here, isn't there, right? Like, Bernie says it's just because his wife, Jane, is that her name? Is it it Jane? I think it is. Just because his his wife does the—blame it on your wife, Bernie— that she does the taxes they have till April 15th, and then he'll release 10 years' worth. But his story has been kind of wishy-washy and kind of all over the place for about five-plus weeks now. Something's not quite right with Bernie's taxes because he's he's being just he's being too cute by half here. Something something is not right. He's I got a sneaky suspicion. He's been paid for a speech or two in amount more than he's comfortable having in the public domain. Would be my best guess, and he's gonna he's gonna wait for a big news day. He he's gonna wait for the Mueller report to officially come out before he releases his tax returns. If you could deport one American, who would it be? <laughs> if I could, if I could deport one American, there's there's so many choices. Oh, there are so many choices. If if you could deport. One American who who could be? I mean, there's so many. God, just backwards judges and cops and I mean, you could you 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 could you, could, you, could, you, could, you could go anywhere here. I mean, the, the heads of 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 Fortune 500 companies, the people that that buy uh, drug companies and, and then raise the prices by like seven thousand percent. But I think who we wanted, if we if we only get one person, if nothing else, in the in the name of karma, I think I think the person we deport is Stephen Miller, don't you? The president's young thirty something advisor, the president's advisor who is 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 on record saying if he had it his way, there would be another never 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 another another foot. Of an immigrant would would step foot or excuse me of a refugee he didn't say he didn't say immigrant of of a refugee would ever step foot on American soil this Stephen Miller this Stephen Miller, whose worldview is so backwards and so perverse and frankly so white nationalist that even the synagogue he attended as a youth in Southern California that he hadn't been to since he was like 13 years old. One time, I saw the rabbi of the synagogue of his youth on CNN just apologize, just washing their hands. Just, We're sorry. It has nothing to do with us. We can't explain it. So, if we had to deport one American, it would be presidential advisor and and survivor. In this administration, Stephen Fucking Miller. Do you find yourself missing Tijuana? Do I? You might find this answer surprising, but yes, every single day I find myself missing Tijuana. I, I miss, I miss the people. I miss, I miss, I miss the food. Mostly, I miss the action. I, I, I just, you know, it's. It's it's not world's safest place, but it it is the smuggling capital of the world, which gives the city a lot of moving parts. There is there is a lot going on. You you can you can have a good a time or as bad a good a time as you want to in TJ and uh, and and you're saying what a what a real treasure. What a what a real gem if if Tijuana is not on your bucket list, you should put it there. I should we should start doing like uh we should charge like Bob's Fishbowl Tours. Like like once a year, Fish B and I will will take you to Zona Norte for a week and just show you how to, you know, how to how to, how, to, how to properly tip a monsera with a shot of tequila, to effectively order whatever else you need for the rest of the night. We could, uh, you could learn a lot from us, but yeah, I miss Tijuana. Ho- hopefully I'll go back this fall. We'll go back for a couple months. That would be, uh, that would be the plan. But God, yeah, I miss Tijuana. Weird culture shock coming back to, uh, Spokangelis, Washington, where the pace of life is so slow and everywhere looks like a white people bomb went off. It's, uh it's completely different although it it is nice being in a place where uh, where where literally everyone speaks english a, tr- a a tremendous advantage to me as a as a, as a human a tremendous advantage yo it's me fishbee yeah yeah Fish we we know it's you your your name was, was in the question if i was kidnapped in uganda how much ransom would you pay didn't that woman's family that they paid like the the 500,000 right like fish b we we do, we don't negotiate with terrorists buddy we that would set that would set a horrible precedent because first it's you and we pay off your ransom but then I mean you've got you've got to be the Jesus Christ fishbowl in that equation you got to take one for the team because if we if we pay ransom for you that makes the the next 10 fishbowls in Uganda that less safe We don't negotiate with terrorists so the answer is as they would say on, uh, ESPNs around the horn? With would, would they say Squadoosh? <laughs> or is that from PTA? From one of those ESPN talking shows. Uh, the answer is Squadoosh. Next question. Halsey or Taylor Swift? Halsey. Oh boy. I, I kid. I, I know a lot of uh, I know a lot of people that I am gonna be in trouble with this. Because Taylor Swift's career. Hard, hard to argue with it. I mean, how, how many awards has Taylor Swift won? And she started when she was so young, and her tours are amazing. And not only that, that girl writes songs. I mean, she, she has so many songs in her head, and she's had an interesting dating life. And I, I get it. I get it. I get it. She's But I'm going to pick Halsey. I, I think there's, there's something about Halsey's voice and 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 I like I like her pop music considerably better than, than I like uh, Taylor Swift's uh, 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 pop music. But but I, I like my pop music with a little bit of R and B infusion. You know what I'm saying, me? A little R and B infusion. So I like all it plus Halsey. It's in, unless you've seen her with, and I'm I'm, I'm not dissing short hair girl here. She's she's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful human being, and some women look considerably better with short hair. It's just that it's a great look for them. Halsey, however, has had basically short hair, the bulk of her, but when her hair is long, oh my God, she is, she is stunning. She is, she is, she is, she is mind-bogglingly beautiful. I, mean, I don't think Taylor and, and and I don't think Taylor Swift would look very good with Halsey's hair at all. Like short like that? Nah. So let's 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 give the nod to Halsey. Next question. Could Alec Baldwin really win the 2020 election against Trump? Could Alec Baldwin really win the 2020 election against Trump? You know who said this? None other than Alec Baldwin. Said he could be the president easily. Apparently, Alec Baldwin. Sure, people love his Trump impersonations on SNL. He's—I mean—he's—he's he's a fine actor in in the feature films. He was—he was great on Thirty Rock if you watch that. But he's just not that likable of a human being. Alec Baldwin is—he. Uh, he, for, forgive me. For, forgive me for speaking so candidly about about someone I really I really don't know personally at all. I've never met the man, but he just seems like a first class first rate asshole. And maybe that makes him the perfect candidate to go against President Trump. But I actually think that Alec Baldwin is is well. There's a lot of people that couldn't beat Trump, and Alec Baldwin is one of them. Sorry, Alec. Plus, your name is Alec. Is America really "quote too full" unquote for more immigrants? You know, this is this is this is what, what our president of the United States is, says that America is "quote too full" for immigrants. Tell the judges, tell everyone that we're that we're too full. America, every year we have about a million new immigrants, or and a lot of those are people that are that, that, that were already here and and are are technically becoming uh, becoming citizens that that number is about 600,000 per year but there's still when, when you incorporate all the different visas and all the different Amer- our, America is far from full i could drive you around the strip malls here in Spokane Valley and it's one empty strip mall after one empty strip mall after one empty strip mall I promise you, America is a lot of things, but it sure as hell is not too full for any more immigrants. How's Mayor Pete's presidential run going? How is Mayor Pete's president? He hasn't even officially announced yet. And In- I hate to uh, pat my own back here, but I, I told you to keep an eye on Mayor Pete, and he he is killing it. He keeps having moment after moment. Did you see him this weekend at uh, at some LGBTQ plus event? And 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 he was talking about how Mike Pence doesn't have a quarrel with him. He that God made him exactly the way he wanted him as a gay man, and Mike Pence would has a quarrel with his creator? And truly, truly, truly had another moment. And then, and then last week, I just happened to be flipping through the channels, and Aaron Burnett was on CNN, and of all people, on Aaron Burnett was uh, was Radio God of the Breakfast Breakfast Club, Charlemagne the God, who's had like seven of the presidential candidates on, and Aaron asked him, "Of of everyone that you've had on so far." Who did, you, who did you like the best? Who, who excelled the most in your environment? And he's had Kamala Harris. He's had Bernie. He's, again, he's had like seven people on Klobuchar. And he says, Charlemagne now, turns to Aaron Burnett and says, Mayor Pete, Mayor Pete. I'm telling you, he hasn't even officially announced yet. And every event he is, is, is overfloweth, overfloweth with joy. For Mayor Pete, just just wait. I believe he's going to officially declare on Sunday. We'll see what kind of uh, we'll see what kind of uh, rollout he throws out there. Next question: Did any news story last week make you hate being on vacation? The well, a lot of them, and and a lot of them didn't, because a lot of very complex news stories would pop up on my watch, and I would look at it, and I just go, eh, somebody else's problem. Like, like, yeah, yeah, well, that's 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 someone else's problem because Bob's fish bowl is on vacay. The story that, that I really wish that, that we were doing were it, I believe in the same day, President Trump, instead of saying the word origin, said the word oranges twice. And then he also talked about how his dad was born in a, in a in a charming quaint town in germany and his dad wasn't born in a charming or quaint town in germany at all his dad was born in 1907 i believe in new york and last time i checked new york was was not not i mean there is a york in Europe, but but that's why this is the new, the new, the New York, and even that York is in England. I don't believe there's a York, uh, Our president is confused. He's confused. But that day, that day made me wish we uh, made me wish we had a show. Excuse me. Other than that, I was I was fine being on vacay. Yo, it's me, Fish B again. <laughs> How many? Again, we, we know it's you. Your your name's in the question. And how many? How many questions does one does one fellow need? Yo, it's it's me, Fish B again. How has your extensive anal play affected the tone and tenor of your butt trumpet? <laughs> That's not. A, what are you? What is wrong with you, Fishy? That's not. That's that's not. That, that it's not true. It's not. It's, and it's not. It's not appropriate. Although, although I must admit, it is. It is a funny question. It's a funny question. And and the reference to the term butt trumpet is is a funny term. Although not original, because because aren't we going back to? like 30-year-old ska at this point. Like this this is only for like the true like alterna music like Gen X junkies like like of that age. But Butt Trumpet, weren't they were wasn't that Black Happy before they were Black Happy? Weren't they known as weren't they known as, as Butt Trumpet? I I I believe that it's it's one or the other. It's it was definitely a band name that somehow morphed or morphed out of uh, Black Happy, a, a ska band when that whole movement happened around the, uh, around the mid to late 90s. Last question, as always, comes from our eight-year-old executive producer. He's some kind of genius. Was Gonzaga's entire basketball season a disappointment? Was their entire... <sighs> I said Final Four bust and they made it one game away from the final four they made it to the elite 8 where they got manhandled by Texas Tech and i'm going to say yeah this this was the best team that gonzaga's ever had and not making it to the final four and and i know we it is the 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 tournament is a cruel mistress and you could get you could get bounced at any time Ask Virginia, who's playing right now. Ask Virginia last year, who were, when they were a one seed, got bounced out in the first round by a 16 seed. The tournament is a cruel mistress, but I'm going to go ahead and call it. Yeah. Gonzaga's entire basketball season a failure. A failure. Next year they're going to be down. We'll see. We'll see. This is the best team they've had. This is the best chance they've had in a long ass time. And now, guess who else is back? Let's find that rhythm. Time for a little something called Paleta Bola de Fuego. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Which, of course, still literally translates to the paddle ball of fire. I was not corrected one time while in Tijuana, so I assume the translation is correct. Uh, sad, sad, sad. Uh, uh, Sean Smith. Uh, musician, uh, he passed away on, on April, April 5th, the last Friday, um, and last Friday, Sean Smith—he uh, was in—he uh, was in Satchel, a uh, Seattle band. He was in Brad uh, with uh, members of, uh, of, of, of Pearl Jam and a couple other outfits. I believe he was in Mother Love Bone for a minute. Uh, uh, Sean Smith. He did a whole bunch of other stuff. But uh, this was this was twenty five April fifth. This was twenty five years to the day after Kurt Cobain uh, uh, took his life, and seventeen years to the day after Lane Staley. So Seattle people are like, can we just take April 5th off the calendar? I mean, Sean Smith, that's awful. That's awful. He's born in Spokane, even, Sean Smith. Uh, Felicity Huffman, she pled guilty. Way to go, pleading guilty. Now we're having fun. Uh, Florida, uh, many, many, many things in Florida scare me. Uh, This is chief amongst them. They found a 17-foot python. That seems like an awfully big snake. A 17-foot python with 73 eggs inside it. Just another reason to sell Florida to China and erase that national debt. Eric Swalwell has made it official. He's running for president, and no one cares. He has no chance of winning. And lastly, um, oh, Amazon hopes to give internet to the entire world with 3,000 satellites. We'll see if we'll see we'll see if we'll see if Richard on Silicon Valley and Pied Piper, the new new internet, can can beat him. So it's Pied Piper versus Amazon to give the internet to everyone. One using 3,000 satellites, one using the phones in everyone's pocket. Uh, that, my friends, is a show. I believe that was chapter 157, or even though it was show number 271. Don't, don't worry about the numbers. Don't, don't even worry about them. You just, you just have the best night possible. And remember that I love you. And remember that life is short. And remember to be good to each other. And remember, to be back tomorrow. And remember to tell all your friends tell all of them, tell all your friends that Bob's Fishbowl is back. Love you. Bye-bye.